You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, filling in for Nick and Ken. We will be back with you tomorrow again, same time, same place, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on the BetQL network. You can continue watching us on twitch.tv slash BetQL, also on youtube.com slash Odyssey Sports. Hope everybody uh, listening and tuning in and staying safe out there because, Ryan, this weather. Might be having we a slumber party here in the BetQL studio. Absolutely crazy. I know we got producer Tyler in New Jersey and Mike Brown, and the weather out there is absolutely insane here in D.C. They just closed down like the Bay Bridge. I will get uh, home. I will get home tonight, I, mean, I promise you Ryan's that. got like an hour commute home on the highway that would normally take him like 25 minutes. So, yeah. uh, it says an hour and 25 minutes, but I, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. My wife's like, maybe you should just know. Nope, I gotta get home. <laughs> Gonna get home. I have plans. Gonna get home. So uh, hopefully, yeah, everything dies down. People are staying safe. As for the NFL playoffs, Ryan, so we've gone through all the games here on Wild Card Weekend. We were, you were starting to get into the NFC a little bit, maybe how you see things shaking out. Maybe the Eagles aren't quite done yet. I would agree with you. I certainly think Philadelphia can beat Tampa this week. They're favored to do so. And then if things pan out the way we kind of think they will where where the Rams beat the Lions and then it's Rams and 49ers in the divisional round Eagles Cowboys like absolutely the Eagles I mean what are you thinking probably the Eagles or the Cowboys are favored by four in that game probably yeah probably four 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 and a half that's what I would think yeah I mean look divisional game third time you're meeting all the pressure would be on Dallas in that spot absolutely could see it and then in that case plus 700 let's say Philadelphia plays San Francisco six and a half Probably. Yeah. Six and a half. Yeah. San Francisco six and a half. Yeah, I'd say. You know, I'd bet I'd be betting San Francisco. I would too. The team, like the team that I would maybe look to bet against San Francisco, would be the Rams. That's it. And I mean, like, but what about? And I know know what happened just like last week, but that game doesn't count because it was Carson Wentz against freaking Sam Darnold. Yeah. But the only thing that would scare me there would be Kyle Shanahan against McVay. Like Shanahan, the one he has the advantage over all those guys that were on his coaching tree. Matt LaFleur, he's seen him in the playoffs twice. He's covered both times, won both games outright. He just has like that, uh, you know, it's kind of like how Debo had it over Smokey. You know, he's got mind control. Right. Yeah, that, that's how I feel about He Shanty. does, but. And it's just a bad matchup. Like the Niners, not a bad matchup for the AFC teams. Uh, we saw that against Baltimore, where Brock Purdy looked like a pumpkin and had a bunch of turnovers. But as far as the NFC teams, San Francisco is just such a bad matchup for all of them. You know, they're built to win in the NFC. Agreed. Because nobody has a tight end like George Kittle. Because George Kittle is a top five blocking tight end, but he could also be uh, the best receiving tight end in the league as well. Yep. You know, and the only issues with the Niners, like the Niners don't have a perfect offensive line. Trent Williams is still awesome. He's still probably the best tackle in all of football, even though he's another year older. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that they don't have the best offensive line and the other four guys don't grade out so well because Brock Purdy gets rid of the ball quickly. And because of that run game and because Shanahan's such a great play caller. But, you know, there are some matchups I would maybe fade them with in, in the Super Bowl. But in the NFC, man, I think they would cook Philly again. I think they would cook the Cowboys again. Green Bay stands no chance. But the Rams, because of that passing attack and because they'd be able to put up some points against that defense, I think they'd be able to hang a little bit. No, I completely agree with you. I uh, See, that's why after that Ravens game, you know, when everybody was like, is San Francisco vulnerable? Are they not as good as we thought they were? I, I said, maybe they're not, but they wouldn't see the Ravens again until the Super Bowl, so it really doesn't matter, right? Like, there's no team like that in the NFC. We've seen them play Dallas. We've seen them play Dallas in the playoffs the last couple of years. We know how that goes. We saw them play Philadelphia earlier this year. We know how that game goes 
maybe the Lions could be interesting just because, look, I know it's Jared Goff outdoors, but it's Jared Goff in Santa Clara. So the weather probably going to be pretty nice. And their their offense can score with them. I just I don't know how they get stops. See, that's the thing right you know? there, man, is it's Jared Goff outside on the road, and it's Jared Goff against Nick Bosa, Chase Young, that pass rush. And it's Jared Goff who, with a clean pocket, top five quarterback in the league, um, when he doesn't have a clean pocket, one of the worst quarterbacks. Like, there's yeah. backups that are rated better than Jared Goff. That'd be the concern. But they do have a run game. I mean, you have Gibbs and you have Montgomery. Yeah. You're able to run the ball against San Fran, but that's tough to do as well. So... Yeah, I'd love to say Detroit. You know, Dallas, going back to Dallas really quick, and I know they're a much better team at home, and I know it's Mike McCarthy in the last two years in the playoffs. Um, they failed against San Francisco, but they both, they've both they been in both games, and they probably should have won both games or at least had a shot. Two yeah. years ago, final play call is Dak Prescott quarterback draw. No Even timeouts. though they have no timeouts. <laughs> makes no sense. That's how your season ends. Right. And then last year against San Francisco, season ends with Ezekiel Elliott. Getting blown up. Washed up running back playing center. <laughs> Yeah, and he yes. just gets blown off the line of scrimmage. Now Kellen Moore's gone. So who knows, man? At least they played him tough. That's true. But they won't have home field. And yeah, yeah. And I don't know that I could trust them going on the road in that game and getting it done. So San Francisco, but I mean, it's just not that easy. I yeah. had a uh, free $20 bet from BetMGM, and I used it on, and I never do this. I was like, what the hell am I going to do with 20 bucks? So I took an exact Super Bowl, uh, exact Super Bowl outcome, and it's Bills Niners. $20 would win me 850 Wow. Yes, yeah, so I'll cheer for that, but I don't know. It seems too good to be true with San Francisco, but I don't know who, I don't know who beats them, man. It would only be the Rams. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. At 20 to 1. Especially, yeah. especially because the time to get the Niners would be the divisional round because yeah. Brock Purdy is going to be resting for three games, right? So maybe get a little rust there. The Rams have obviously been in playoff mode the last like three, four, five weeks of the season. And there's just familiarity there. See, the thing about the Ravens and the Niners, even though both teams look to be head and shoulders right now in their respective leagues, I think the games that would give them the toughest matchups are their divisional opponents, just mm-hmm. because they know them so well. Now, certainly the Bills and the Chiefs with Mahomes in the playoffs are better teams than like the Browns and the Steelers are. But just for the Ravens, like even look at the Ravens during the regular season this year, right? Three losses, two of them have come to divisional opponents. The other one was to the Colts in just crappy weather. But, like, look at what they did to the Dolphins. Look at what they did to the Niners, to the Seahawks, to the Lions. Look at what they've done to the Jags. Like, some of these teams, right, they've just, they not only beaten them, Ryan, they've beaten them by double digits, and two of their losses have come to divisional opponents. Um, You know, they beat the Bengals by three earlier in the season. I, I just... Man, excuse me, they lost four games this season. Two of them were to Pittsburgh. I forgot. I just, week 18's out the door because Lamar didn't Yeah, that play. game didn't count. Didn't and count. that one really pissed me off, though. They could have at least covered for me. <laughs> they could have. Yeah. Puntley let me down. No, but uh, like with Baltimore, the only thing, the only team that could really like that scares me against Baltimore is just Baltimore. They just beat themselves. You're right. Quarters one through three, number one in point differential, fourth quarter outside the top 20. They struggle to play a perfect game. Yep. All four quarters, close out teams. You're right. But the reason I like them, man, is the defensive side of the ball with McDonald as the coordinator. They, they don't, they, they could game plan for the opposing offense that they're going to see. You know, like with Wink Martindale, you know he's just going to blitz a bunch. With Joe Barry, you know he's going to play a bunch of soft zone coverage. With the Ravens, they could play man, they could play zone, they'll blitz, they'll get natural pressure. They just have to be healthy and have healthy uh, corners. Yep. And then offensively, love Lamar. I love Todd Munkin's play calling. I love the um, empty sets. I love the run game still. But I love that now it's not just a bunch of heavy stuff and you're letting Lamar 
Uh, do what he did at Louisville. Like, that's what that offense looks like. You know, it's a lot of, like, 11 personnel, Lamar mm-hmm. from the shotgun. When he does run, it's very efficient. And, yeah, they look like a perfect team if they just don't get in their own way. No, you're so right. Defensively, they won the triple crown this season. They had the most sacks in the NFL. They had the most takeaways. And uh, they gave up the fewest points per game. And they're mean. And they knock out your quarterback. Like, look what they did to Brock Purdy. They kicked the crap out of you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and like, look at what Patrick Queen did. Two years ago, everybody was calling Patrick Queen a boss. Now, I do think that the Roquan picked up helped him out because now he doesn't have to think oh, as no much. Question. He can rush the quarterback. Yep. A little bit better in coverage now, but... Yeah, that's a scary defense, and I love Kyle Hamilton. Oh. He's the ultimate chess piece. You can play him in the box. He's a good cover corner, and he uh, went to a great school. I got to throw that out there, too. There you go. Shout out Notre Dame. Yeah, he's so good, man. Mike McDonald's so good. Yeah. I'm just, you're right. The team that can beat the Ravens is is the Ravens, and you're just or worried. The <laughs> or, the, or the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs. Or the Bills. Or the Bills. They yeah. can beat them, too. But no, I think if the Ravens play their A game, they're the best team in football. I agree. I, I mean, I just, I think they're the best. I would be interesting to see a rematch with San Francisco because I think Shanahan did not call a good game. The The best drive the Niners put together was when they leaned on McCaffrey, and it's almost like he came out that game trying to prove that Purdy was MVP. And guy had four interceptions. Like, you just run the ball. The Ravens' defense, I am a little bit worried. Like, they are susceptible at times to being run on. Like, if a team gets in a groove, yeah, man, you watch that Rams game back, and Kyron Williams and the Rams, like, they were able to control line of scrimmage. That's how they were able to lose to the Browns at home. Like, the Browns were able to run the ball on them in the second half. Ravens' passing defense, like, is, is very good. And if you continue to do that over a course of the game, like, they are going to get sacks on you, and they are going to create turnovers. If you're able to run the ball on them, though, that's, that's when they're in their biggest trouble. But... Lamar's on such a mission right now. Like, he doesn't even celebrate anymore after touchdowns. He's just constantly like, we got to lock in. We got to lock in. We got to keep doing what we're doing. So, we'll see, man. I'm terrified of that Does guy it concern you at all that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. rented a boat? Yeah, a little bit. That a little just downtime wasn't, before the playoffs? Wasn't needed. Wasn't, just didn't, didn't go to, well the last time? Didn't need to do Trey that. Trey Songs and Did, Sterling yeah, Shepard. Yeah, and, Odell, we just wasn't necessary. Did not... Uh, did not See, enjoy that. That's why, and I have the Lamar futures, and that's why, like, he's my profile picture. Like, I'm in like the third grade, but I mean, I got really good prices on Lamar. I talked about Lamar all off season. I thought there was a chance maybe he wasn't going to be back in Baltimore. I still, do you believe Atlanta really made phone calls? I hope that they did. But the reason, I mean, like, the reason I think he's the MVP because if you look at the passing numbers, those aren't your typical MVP type numbers. You know, mm-hmm. you can make more of a case, I guess, for Dak, but you look at the rushing yards and also you have to factor in it's a brand new offense. Remember there was the wristband stuff early on in the season with Todd Munkin yep. where Lamar didn't want to use the wristband. Now he's using the wristband, but also Odell Beckham Jr. hadn't played football in an entire year. Now he looks once again like Odell Beckham Jr., Does. like a number one, number two wide receiver. Bateman, Zay Flowers, these are young receivers. And also you have to remember his top receiver, even the MVP year, every year is Mark Andrews, his tight end, and they lost him. Dude, but and I like Isaiah. A, I love Isaiah beast. Likely. He's I know, I do. But like, you lose Mark Andrews. <laughs> no, Mark Andrews is a guy, of course. New offense, and still he puts up these numbers, and they look like the best team. So that's why Lamar's the MVP of the league. Man, he lost J.K. Dobbins, too. Forget yeah. about that. Week yeah. one. God, J.K. was going to have a big year. And then Keith Mitchell. Ravens found this guy oh. out of nowhere with his speed, and Lamar was like a different element. Lost him. Lamar keeps rolling. They've played in the toughest division in the NFL. They played one of the hardest schedules, and they got the number one seed. And, you know, Gus Edwards has, like, 13 rushing touchdowns this year. Like, 10 of them are from inside the five. I just played so. the juice every week, and I take Gus Edwards' one reception. I played it, like, minus 185 on Christmas night. That was the highest price I paid. Every single week, though, 
That's the best bet on the board, in my opinion. My concern, I hope that we don't see like 85-year-old the corpse of Delvin Cook. Why does, why does Baltimore always do this, though? They love picking up their old They do. Backs. It's just more insurance. So if Gus gets hurt, yeah. you know, Justice Hill is uh, does everything for them. He returns kicks. He, he is good in the receiving game, rushing game. He's been good as of late. I'm telling you, though, Ryan, the Browns, man, they Joe Flacco terrifies me. They are 14-1 to to win the AFC. I don't know if they can win the AFC, but uh, they, they could be a tough out. Mahomes, I mean, the Chiefs at plus 450 is a great price. Like, I personally, I think they're going to beat Miami this week. I think they're going to beat Buffalo, too. Yeah. I think the Ravens to win the Super Bowl, I think they got to go through Flacco, right? It's like people love Lamar and the Ravens are his team, but you still talk to Ravens fans and there's like, there's just something about Flacco, man, yeah. that they love, right? So it's like you beat him and you can finally like, Baltimore is your city. The Ravens are your team. Then after that, you got to go through the guy in Kansas City, right? Like as long as Mahomes is in the NFL, like the AFC will always run through him. Could, oh, yeah. be, could be the greatest of all time. So you got to get through that hurdle. You got to beat Mahomes. And then uh, maybe it's a rematch with San Francisco. Who knows? Maybe it's maybe it's Philly. Maybe it's Dallas. Maybe it's Detroit. We'll see. But uh, for me, that's how I kind of see it playing out in the AFC. Is I think it's going to be Ravens Browns. I think it would then be Ravens and Chiefs. Um, Bills are really really good. It's just it's concerning though how much Josh Allen turns the ball over. Yeah. And like against good teams, man, that that is going to hurt you, especially in playoff games absolutely love watching him play and the bills are rolling right now something we also have to remember about the bills they're they're on fire right they've won like five games in a row six games in a row are they really going to win nine ten games in a row like that's the thing that's why i was i was almost happy the ravens lost to the steelers because it's like okay you start a new winning streak right yeah you won like four five six games in a row you were gonna have to win like 10 in a row to win the super bowl now you can you can start a new uh, new winning streak, and that's that's the thing for the Bills, man. Are they really going to win that many games in a row? Maybe they will. Yeah, I mean, I feel like realistically, you can make the case as wide open as it is, and as much parity as we had in the league. I feel like you could really make the case for like four teams in the NFC. It's San Francisco, and then I guess Dallas. I'm out on Philly. I don't I don't think they're making a run unless they get really good luck. And then in the AFC, for me, it's Baltimore, and it is. Um, Buffalo, but then that like sleeper team is Kansas City just because of Mahomes, because of Andy Reid, because yeah. of Spags in that defense. I sure. like the secondary enough, but um, yeah, man, I, I don't know with the Bills. It, it just seems like it would be too good to be true because I bought the futures at the right time. But like you said, it's not only that they have to not win the next three, four games. It's what they had to do just to get into the playoffs and uh, <laughs> and the injuries they've had along the way. I, I just wish that they were fully healthy coming into the season. You know, if they don't lose Trey White, I love the Rasul Douglas pickup in the secondary. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If you could see any game in the NFL playoffs, excluding the Packers, because that's your team, if yeah. you could get Chiefs, Ravens, Ravens, Niners, Bills, Chiefs, whatever it may be, if you could get any game, what's the game you want to see? I would want a rematch in the Super Bowl. I kind of want San Francisco and uh, Baltimore. I want to see that game again without mm. the four turnovers from mm. Purdy. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I think that's a good call because I think we'd see a lot more McCaffrey, and I agree. I think San Francisco, we'd see we'd see a different team. Like AFC Championship game, I wouldn't – man, I don't know. You don't, think about it. We'll talk about yeah. it on the other side. Final segment of the show, You Better You Bet, P.J. Glasser, Ryan Horvath. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 